Welcome to the Next Level Brands podcast, where we share stories about the food and CPG world with experts in the trenches about how to build a successful brand today. Now, your host, G. Stephen Clear. Greetings. Thanks for joining us today on the Next Level Brands podcast, brought to you as always by the team at nextlevelbrands.com. If you have a growing firm in food, beverage, or health and wellness, please check out the services offered at nextlevelbrands.com, as well as the show archive. And if you're an emerging brand in the 5 to $20 million range, contact us about our upcoming masterclasses, where you can learn and share along with your peers. More information available at nextlevelbrands.com. That's next with two X's. Take your brand to the next level with Next Level Brands. Well, I'm Steve Clear, and folks, we have a great treat today. We're doing another one of our round two shows. We invite back a guest from the early days of the program to catch up and talk about where they are, where they've been, and where they're going. Please welcome back to the show Hector Salivar. Hector is the founder and owner of Tia Lupita Foods, a better-for-you, healthy, Mexican-inspired food brand that uses clean and simple ingredients in their products. Tia Lupita is also the first brand to introduce the Nopales Cactus as an alternative, functional, and sustainable ingredient in the USA market. Now, Hector was born in Monterey, Mexico, got his bachelor's degree in international business and a master's in business administration, moved to the U.S. in 2005 as a territory manager for a Mexican startup, and then moved up the ranks through the years working at companies like Nestle, USA, and Diamond Foods. He's also an old neighborhood guy from the Bay Area. Welcome back to the show, Hector. Hi, Steve. It's great to be back and looking forward to our chat and reconnecting. It's been a while. It it has been a while. As a matter of fact, it was it was actually in November of 2020 that we recorded the show with you. We've played it again as an encore because it was such a good piece of wisdom stuff for you know for fellow entrepreneurs out there. But it has been a while. We have kind of been through the height of the pandemic. We've kind of been through the the snapback or the what was the what was that period of time when the 2021 ever we thought everything was going to be exactly the same and then it kind of came back again and it was like, oh, you know, what are we oh, doing? Oh, no, the second wave, right? Or the... No, the second wave, you know, and then sort of a third wave and it's like, okay, oh, wow. you know. Wave after uh, wave. Yeah, I know. So love is the seventh wave. That's what Sting says. So I don't know about that, but maybe, maybe we'll get there. So let's let's start out with, you were booming and doing some really good stuff with retail placement when we when we spoke last. And how have things been since then? How was weathering the, the pandemic and all the ancillary stuff that went with it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we were, I think, you know, back in, in, in 2020, we were one of the few brands that had, we were, we were still able to get new distribution in some accounts because we had presented early, early, early Prior, 2020, yeah. you know, late in 2019, or, and even it was when when Fancy Food Show was still in San, in San Francisco. It was yep. the 2020 San Francisco. It was January, and so you know, with with back then we were literally just introducing our cactus tortillas and tortilla chips, and so you know that 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 that, that early exposure, you know, and, and us moving quickly helped us get into some 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 new doors, new distribution before everything shut shut off. You know, as everybody knows, in, in March, understanding that we 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 pivoted a little bit, like everybody else. You know, we had to understand, like, all right, things our our the business needs to to, to continue, and so we we focused a lot on online and e-commerce. And that's kind of how we 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 maintain things afloat, you know. You know, I just weathering the craziness of 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 what was happening in retail, 
and and then just you know keep it steady that e-commerce and so now everything kind of has flipped the other way around right so i was i was i was i was talking to you earlier about how how in 2022 you know everything's every, everything's back open we're open back, back the light this, switch right? went back on the, 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 the light switch went back yeah. on and uh, you know everything it, it, we started 2022 a little nervous but you know we truly start seeing the light at the end of the tunnel it was around expo west right expo west yep it was uh, being there as an exhibitor with, with our booth, you know, and, and seeing the energy of not only of exhibitors, but buyers and, and investors and, you know, publications and, you know, influencers. It was, it was amazing to see. We, 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 we you know, we kind of knew that it was, it was back, back, back to business, back to, back to normal. And, but it came with a whirlwind. It was, it came, you know, as, 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 as like, you know, it, we, we thought that it was going to be gradual and it was, it came as a huge shockwave. And, and so through Expo, we, we, we've get, we've gotten new, we've gotten to new accounts like uh, Kroger, Albertsons, We've, uh, we've expanded our our line in Sprouts uh, and 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 Costco in Southern California in LA with our great free cactus tortilla chips. So we've been working really hard to the point that we've been we 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 had to push business to the following year, right? Then because again, all this growth coming all at once can put a big a big dent in the bank account in the in the with in, oh, in the cash flow. Right. And because so, it requires an outlay of capital to to support that distribution. Hector remind me on the product breakdown, are you co-packing all the product or are you do you have manufacturing? Yeah, yeah you're co-packing. Okay. We so co- we, we we still co-pack everything. Yeah. I think we that's the way we we want to keep it. Yeah. Yeah. And then because they have to have room in order for you to up your capacity as to right exactly and to and to that regard we've also so now this all this growth has helped us also understand that you know we need to expand operationally as well and you know we we cannot have all our eggs with one co-packer you know because right. you know, god forbid you know there's hurricane yep. irma comes and takes it away or you know yep. or, it's or happened whatnot. yep well they're exactly so you know with all this, with all this growth, now we've 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 realized. All right, we need we need we need a plan B and a plan C on the on the on the operation side. Yeah, and so we've, but also also that and 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 growing has also given us lead way for 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 margin expansion as well uh, as we're buying more and and we're being more efficient with our buying we're, we're more regular with producing so that gives us a cadence and that you know just automatically helps on the margin side you could you can help yeah, reduce your cost of goods yes um, did you have supply chain issues during the pandemic either pre-production like we can't get the cactus here and then post-production like we can't get the pallets to the store not necessarily during the, the the pandemic. We did have inventory, well, not inventory, sorry, it, 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 you know, ingredient logistics oh, yeah, issues yeah. starting starting this year. You know, it's like you you want 
you know, last year, for example, we're struggling with glass, right? Uh, so yeah. our bottles are, are glass. So glass shortages everywhere, prices through the roof, all that stuff. Then you know, this year we start we we start fixing that, and things are looking good, better on that regard. So we cover that hole, and then another hole appears. So for example, this year with the war in Ukraine, oil. You know, so, right. you know, yeah, yeah. They're not, who knew that they were the number one sunflower oil, you know, producer <laughs> in the world? And so, a lot of people didn't know that, but they know it but now. now. Now we all know for sure, right? right? Yeah. So, and so it's, it, I think it, it, it never ends. One, you think you're on the clear, and something else pops up. But yeah, I think like everyone, we we, we did struggle with on, 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 with ingredients and materials, cactus. Not so much. We 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 had a we had a little hiccup, but but it was it, it, that that uh, you know one of our our cactus suppliers we had committed x amount of volume, and then as we were about to import that cactus from Mexico, that it didn't make the the, the quality cut. It you know, and so yeah. we we tested it a couple of times didn't make the quality cut and so we we had to scramble but thankfully mexico is a country full of cactus there's a <laughs> there's a lot of supplier there's a lot of cactus supplier in mexico so we were able to to find another a cactus supplier that that that, that passed the quality control I, I did an interview with a manufacturer at a multi-ingredient in, product. It's a recipe-based thing. And one of the one of the items was dehydrated lemon lemon peel, right? Uh -huh. So dehydrated lemon peel, but very small, very small amount, but a, but a crucial amount. And his supplier says, we, we can't get it to you. Well, well, why not? He goes, because he says, you need very fine. And we sold it all as slices. It's all gone. And he's like, well, but wait, I can't make this without, you know, and he's trying lime, he's trying whatever. But, you know, it's like that thing of like, I got 14 ingredients. I need 14 ingredients to make this, not right, 13. Right, right. And, that, that, that's the, and again, that's the risk of having all your eggs in one basket, right? Yeah, like yeah. having just one supplier. Of, so, yeah, so we're, we're I mean, those are, but again, that's part of the growth curve, right? Learning growth curve. And and so we've, we're, we're learning that it's always great to have a plan B and a plan C. Yeah, to do that. Let me ask you, Hector, because, you know, you have the background in larger CPG. So there's certain advantage going into this in a startup but has has that background ever been like a disadvantage to you as you're growing the company i mean it's it's gonna it's gonna sound no 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 i don't think it's it's, it's never a disadvantage but it's an adjustment right it's you know you <laughs> you realize when working when coming from a big organization like nest nestle or diamond foods right the you know, Diamond Foods is a billion-dollar company. Nestle, largest food and beverage company in the world. You know, all the resources that you have available, right? It's, 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 yeah. That's, oh that's, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. It's so so. It's it's almost like it, 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 it's not a disadvantage, but it's like, man, you know, things things are just much easier when 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 you have your own. You know, if I needed to get a hold of my broker and <laughs> I was calling from Nestle. Oh, he would call me right back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Absolutely, yes, exactly. The answering of the calls and all that stuff for sure. You know, there was a there's this funny anecdote where 
usually when as a startup and, and I don't know I, 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 there's other founders listening to the, the podcast probably going to find this humorous <laughs> but you know when you're filling out the the the, the new customer form right for a retailer mm-hmm. right you know whatever Kroger or Whole Foods or whatever and they usually put okay fill out who it's who is your CEO? And so you put yourself. And then, okay, marketing lead. And then me. <laughs> me. And then, okay, uh, accounting, me. 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 <laughs> Logistics and operations. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's, just, it's just like, oh, man. That's great. It's, it's just me, yeah. Let me ask you, though, Hector, so it's been a few years. You obviously started out, I know you're a pro. You had a business plan or you had a vision, whatever. How is it different? From where you thought you would be now. Yeah, that's a little bit different because I started as a hot sauce company, right? So mm-hmm. I I just yep. I just in my mind I was gonna do hot sauce and that's it. You know, very where you know the, there there has to be some some you starting a business there has to be some some naivete or some 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 a level of ignorance on on on, on certain things. And in my case, or the art overconfidence was that uh, I just needed one hot sauce. I just needed one, one, one skew, you know, Tapatio is one skew, you know, Cholula exactly. for the most part is one skew, Tabasco, you know, the, the, the majority of hot sauces is just a red hot sauce and that's all you need. But all how things change now, you know, now, now I have four lines of product. We were more of a platform, but, 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 but it helped, it helped me that I took the leap of faith the ignorant leap of faith mm-hmm. into a starting a business to realize that there was some other opportunities. That there was the the, the the white space that I saw in the hot sauce category was a bigger white space in, 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 in all around in the marketplace. And so that I think, you know, you know, put it in perspective with versus the original business plan, it, 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 that, that has changed significantly. But you know, as an overall, it's kind of still the same as offering products made with simple ingredients, targeting targeting a better for you shopper, you know, and 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 all of that. So pretty much the 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 channel strategy, consumer strategy, price point being you know being at a being at a premium with certain attributes, all that all that kind of still is still in place, but with Four different lines, right? Because now we have our line of hot sauces. Now we have our line of tortillas made with cactus. Then we have a line of, of grain-free tortilla chips made with also with nopales. And then we have our line of salsa matcha, which is our take on you know chili crunch, chili crisp, chili right. oil. It's the Mexican take on that. When in in, in looking back, what was the biggest challenge or the biggest hurdle? You had to overcome to continue building it. Uh, money, ah, yes, yeah, yeah. money yeah, for yeah, sure. Money. It's it, 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 you know selling, you know this vision, this business to investors, and 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 having them also taking taking the leap of faith with you and and your products. That has been re- really challenging, right? Because again, it's it, it, for the last. Three years, including this one, it has been a roller coaster of of, of uncertainties, right? right? And 
you know, the pandemic and, you know, the economy, the inflation, wars, presidential transitions, you know, all, 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 all of that, right? And so uh, it's, 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 it's been hard. And, and so, you know, being, being in pretty own, being, having a, 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 a being a, 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 a a niche brand, a brand that 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 caters primarily, you know, mix. You know, although we're the number one growing cohort and minority here in the United States, you know, it's still not considered mainstream. So, trying to change that the, the perception of, of of that, it's just and getting people on board, it's been really hard. And and, uh, and investors yeah. don't like uncertainty. I mean, oh. it, you know, pullback uh, a, a lot of pullback because. You know, again, they don't know where the market's going. They don't know what Putin's going to do. They don't. Yeah. So that says, you know, keep in cash or keep in something a little more stable than or keeping or keeping Putin. their funds to support their current portfolio, right? Right. Like they, right. Yeah. They had already invested before, and and, and they they want to keep it. Okay, I, I need to I need to protect what what I already have or what I already own, so I cannot you know further dilute that. What what have you been so on that? So have you been through raises? What what are you doing? How do you attack that? And how much time do you have to spend doing that versus running the running the show? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's it. I I didn't believe it, and now I can say with certainty that it is it is a full time job. Raising money is a full time job, and so. You know, you you really need to have a very capable team that you trust, so that they can you know be you know running the business from an operation, sales, you know, even in marketing side. While I you know while I'm I'm just focused on 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 on, on you know reaching out to investors, setting up meetings, follow ups. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So it, it, yeah, it, it is. It is. It is a a a a daunting and full time job for sure. And yeah, we've been we've been we've been through several stages of raises. We've done a friends and family. We did a pre seed. Now we're raising a seed round. And you know we've used you know several vehicles from from a safe, from a convertible note, which we're which is what we're doing now. And and you know reaching you know right right now what, what we're learning is like we we're in a certain size that that caters a, a very specific investor which is usually an angel or family office or early stage VC right right but we, we cannot go further than that because we're small we're still small potatoes for 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 a lot of these other you know institutional and larger VC we've done we we've done crowdfunding which yep. It's it's also uh, it's also a learning and uh, <laughs> they want their t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. That's hundred percent, hundred percent right. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of it's a lot of a lot of updating, a lot of uh, follow up. I think you know the rewarding part of of doing crowdfunding is that even even if someone is funding you a hundred dollars or hundred fifty dollars. It's 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 a positive charge. It's yeah. it's, it's a, because remember the Steve when you're when you're fundraising when you're talking to investors, 
98% of the time is going to be no's. The, 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 the no's outpaces the yes. And every no is is demoralizing. It's 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 a, it's a push down. It's like, what did I do wrong? And, and it create and it creates, you know, uncertainties. Like I, I like to call them like the the, the doubt demons, right? It's like, well, <laughs> yeah. am I doing things right? Am I do is my am, am I is my product even good, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But with crowdfunding, is you're only getting the yeses. And even if it's a hundred dollars, right? It's, it's a it's, yes. It's, it's a an yes. attaboy. Go. It's, it's, some, it's somebody believing in you, right? Yes. Somebody, somebody, yeah. you know, rooting for you and, be, and and not only believing in you but in the product. So, I think that's that's the 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 the, the, the key takeaway and the most positive thing of crowdsourcing funding is that there's still a lot of education, you know. So still a lot of people, you know. There's there's a there's a there's a segment of people that think it's a scam. There's another segment of people that think that you know this is uh, like a, like Kickstarter, right? Like it's it's, yeah. it's a donation, and no, it's like no, it's it's actually an investment. You're gonna you're part you're gonna be you're gonna be owning a part of Tilupita. So yeah. I think you know there's still there's still some education on that side. For Hector, for the folks who may not know, can you give us a little background of Tilupita, where the name came from, and the little background story? Yeah, absolutely. So that is my mom. I know everybody was like, well, if it's your mom, why don't you call it mom, mom Lupita, (laughs) mama Lupita. And and so what I say is, yeah, she is my mom, but she's your tia, right? So she's your aunt. And it's a term of endearment that we, in Mexico, we didn't call the parents of our friends, Mr. or Sir, Ma'am or Mrs., We call them aunt, aunt, aunt and uncle, right? Right. And so, <clears throat> Tia Lupita, who's my mom, would would ship me care packages when I moved from Monterey, Mexico, to San Francisco 18 years ago. You know, <laughs> she would, you know, like like a regular mom does to 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 the to to her child, the child that leaves the nest. You know, mom wants to make sure that that that, that her child is taken care of. Uh, you know, that the, the child doesn't forget from where they come from. Right. And granted, a regular mom care package would be, you know, some like a sweater or some socks, you know, a little money. My mom would send me hot sauce. <laughs> so family, a family recipe hot sauce that had been passed down to a single family member and that, you know, that had been passed down from each generation to generation. And so I started sharing that hot sauce with new friends and colleagues over here in the Bay Area in San Francisco, people falling in love with it. And that's kind of like I started to realize that, you know, that the American palate had evolved and, and into liking spicy foods. And and also that there was this there, there was this, you know, white space in the, in the hot sauce center because I I've tried all hot sauces in the States. And now none none of them tasted like my mom hot sauce. So it's almost like a it was self-fulfilling for myself to start this. It was self-fulfilling for me and my network of, of, of friends that, you know, uh, I was gonna provide this hot sauce that that uh, didn't exist, that it tastes taste profile-wise. <laughs> and the American palate had gotten a little more adaptive to both hot sauces and I think sour things because kids started eating the sour candies. And then when they got older, they still wanted yeah. stuff that had a little bit of tartness to it, not 
maybe so much so so sweet. Very yeah, very similar. The the the, 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 the yeah, exactly, hundred percent right. You know, that's the, a lot of the Mexican candies. If you have tried them, they're very sour. They they have the, this this sourness and spiciness to it that follows with a little sweet. And so I think that it's a great training for 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 for. With your palate to to be asking for more, you know, spice and, and bold flavors, right? In Mexico, you know, we've always had this perception that the American palate was uh, unfavorable to spicy food, right? That the, the, yep. the, 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 it was always like hamburgers and ketchup, hot dogs <laughs> and ketchup, you know, ketchup, uh, <laughs> ketchup, ketchup, and so. You you know that now the hot hot sauce is a is the number one condiment in America. Even it, it outsells more than ketchup now. Yep. So it, it just, that just puts us in perspective now. People started ketchup. reading the labels on ketchup, and <laughs> I, I think that 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 a lot. I mean, there was they used to always do for many years Hunts versus Heinz, and Hunts would always go out and do these taste test things and come up and go, "Hey, we're the number one choice. We're not the number one brand, but we're the number one choice." Well, it's the reason is because they had a higher sugar content than Heinz did. <laughs> and so people would taste it. They liked it better because they had more sugar in it, you know, for a while. I mean, yeah. you know, you have four or five That's burgers. A, that, no, that, that, I, I, you're, you're 100% right. Uh, if you're, you're, you're nailing it right in the head, it's, it's that. It's this, everything that, the, 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 yeah, with, with, with sugar and, and, and like you, I think you're 100%. People started reading. That, that's so funny that you, you you're mentioning that because I had I was having this conversation this morning about 18 years ago, 19 years ago, when I used to go grocery shopping, I would like say, I need bread, here's the bread. I need ketchup, here's the ketchup. I need cheese, here's the cheese. But now, now that I've acculturated and, and, and we have all these trends and all these attributes and all these amazing brands out, like you, you, you go grocery shopping and the first thing you do is you turn around the product and you want to read the, label. the, the ingredients list, the label, the nutritional panel, ca the calories, the carbs, you know, the attributes, you know, high in protein, uh, you know, low in sugar, low in salt, like all that stuff, right? And so... That's that was the white space that 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 like like that I was seeing is that the Mexican brands here in the United States were not updating that and and the, these tired legacy brands were were just catering to very a, a generation the, the the boomers and 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 that's it but the, the new generations because I've been here a full generation when I came here eighteen years ago I was selling nostalgia. To immigrants, with I was selling aguas frescas. I was selling horchata, hibiscus drinks to <laughs> immigrants. Yep. Now, eighteen years later, I'm selling Tia Lupita to their kids, to the eighteen-year-old kids, right. to the nineteen-year-old kids, and these these kids are still very close to their culture and their heritage and their food, but are acculturated like myself and them. They want they're paying attention to sustain to sustainability, to the ingredients, to the nutritional panel, the attributes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I, I think certainly at least the, the folks, friends that I have that are in Generation X who are mainly children of my own friends, definitely multicultural palates. I mean, they eat stuff that at least one of their two of their parents won't eat. I mean, like, you know, no, I'm yeah. not having, you know it, that might be sushi. That might be, you know, whatever or, or, or Indian or, food, yeah, or exactly, hot sauce, yeah. Indian food. Right. You know, and now it's like, you know, all this stuff coming up, which is which is great. 
for those of us who love, you know, and love food and love more gourmet and better for you products. The other interesting thing, Hector, I just saw the other day, but you talk about the nutritional labels. The Canadian Parliament is reviewing a suggestion from their health department now to put the nutritional label on the front. It has to is going to have to be on the front of the package. And any of the line items that exceed the government's daily suggested intake will be in red. Now, you can imagine what that will do with some products with sodium or sugar. Oh. Holy mackerel. Yes. Right on the front of the package. That, 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 is, that is fascinating. I mean, it's... It's, it's, Don't it's, know it's if it'll just, go through or not, but it's... I mean, no, but but yeah. just put it in, in perspective, what some governments are, are doing to combat obesity, diabetes, et cetera, et cetera, which, by the way, Hispanics, the Mexican people lead that. In, in, in the, the, the Hispanic cohort lead in diabetes and obesity yeah. and, you know, eating disorder, health issues. Like, for example, in Mexico, just, just, just to put it in perspective, they banned completely any cartoon characters or animated characters to be in front of a food product to to avoid being to avoid a child or children being influenced by a Tony the Tiger. I Tony the Tiger, sure. Sugary, yeah, exactly. Sugary, wow. Or the Chester Cheetah. Come, we eat my my. So you go to Mexico, though. Yeah, exactly. And the, all all the snacks, all the cereals, are just like. Still have the colors and all that, the branding wise, but, but there is no cartoon characters in the package. I no mean, it, 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 it's, it's, I think it's a little bit of a of a extreme case, but you know, extreme measures need to be taken in when 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 there's situations like that that are critical to people's health. Yeah, it's critical to people's health, and that's you know part of what they're supposed to do. Um, let me ask you, Hector, about your product line extensions, the decisions there and stuff. When you were going to do the tortillas, right, and you have to go to different buyers, right? Or are they the same? Can you get in an ethnic buyer versus? No. No. Okay. No, you're right. Yeah. (laughs) We right now, so, you know, with hot sauce, we have the condiment buyer. Tortilla, it's it's, with the tortilla chips, it's obviously... With tortilla and tortilla chips, these are both very interesting because with tortilla chips, now it turns out that there's two there's two snack buyers because there's like the natural snack buyers and then you ah. have your, your salty snack buyer now. And so it's like, where do we fit in here, right? And so we, 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 we toggle between those two. And with tortillas, it's also very interesting because our tortillas, remember, are refrigerated. Or can be frozen, right? Right, right. So that that doesn't, oh, yeah. is not the tortilla buyer. That usually is the milk or dairy buyer. Dairy buyer, that's right. So yep. so 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 we're we're having to talk there to to different buyers, different different review. There's timing. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 been complicated and 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 it's a challenge. So, you know, we, we, you know, we, we've taken a look at that as like, hey, we, can, we cannot add another line that isn't complementary to, to, to our lines because yeah. it, it's just, it, it's too fragmented and we're very, we're, we're a small, we're still a small team, right? So, so 
So to your point, talking about line extensions, we did launch a new line, a new product this year, something that I'm really, really excited and proud about, which is like the salsa matcha. Yeah. Like I mentioned, which is our, our the Mexican take on chili crunch, chili oil. But what 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 allowed me to make this decision of launching it? Number one is it's 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 on high demand and it's on trend. I needed to do this now because before someone else did. And number two is it's the same buyer as hot sauce. It's the condiment buyer. Okay. So so that that that's why I allowed myself. Like, all right, this is this is a safe bet. I I, I can I can allow myself to do this because. At least I can present my hot sauce and the salsa matcha to the same buyer. Yeah, and in, and if you're going to do multi lines and multi buyers, try to make sure the reviews aren't all at the same time. Right, <laughs> just spread them out a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like it's it's like choosing a child. Like which which buyer which uh, which buyer do I uh, am I gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna am I gonna choose. <laughs> do for so without getting into you know uh, trade secrets and stuff what do you what are you looking at down the road uh, i think i think you know we we're, we're 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 set for now with what we have i think we have a lot of upside with salsa matcha and we still have a you know we're we're in over four thousand stores and i wouldn't be surprised if if i tallied them up and we're in five thousand stores right now yeah, but with different we're we're with different distribution. We 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 need to streamline our distribution. We have, we need we the, we we can focus right now on those five thousand stores and making sure that all those stores are carrying our 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 line of product instead of being all this patchy where you know this retailer only has two hot sauces and a tortilla and this retailer has only chips. And this. So I think that's the focus. We we can. We can still innovate within our own lines, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so you know, like you said, without giving up too much and 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 and, and trade secrets or anything like that. But you know, there is an opportunity with a specific with a retailer that is asking us, which we're we're doing our tortillas are performing really well, and this retailer has asked us, hey. I'm super. I would be super happy to bring out a rotation of a flavor. So making like a, of a like hey, making a, a you know a flavor a flavor tortilla with, sure. with the cactus, and so it could be it could be wacky flavors like churro flavor tortilla or a hatch <laughs> a hatch hatch Pesto. chili yeah. <laughs> yeah. exactly you know it, yep. it, could, it could be but 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 she's she's super satisfied with our tortilla performance and the incremental dollars that we've been bringing to her category. And so I think we're gonna stay in that in those lanes, right? That where we, you know, we where we can maybe continue innovating, maybe maybe doing base for hot sauces, you know. Uh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And expanding into food service and stuff like that. So I, I think that's that's kind of what we're focused. Not 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 any incremental lines per se. And and food service, one of the things was again was sort of a channel which died. With the pandemic almost yeah. just like stopped, yeah. but is coming back, you know, and I think a lot of people who, whether it's restaurants or whatever, want to be obviously on trend and want to, you know, do a lot of stuff, but you have the capability of being able to supply some of that stuff. So it's, it's, it's nice. And it's, it's almost like a, a major sampling program. That, Absolutely. You, yeah. It's, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's the biggest sample. Exactly. It's the biggest sampling platform for sure. 
Yeah. Did you, did you have an issue? Well, I mean, we had an issue, but how did you handle the issue of sampling? Because I know you have to be sampling during the pandemic. Did you do single serves? Did you do? Yeah, that was, that was for us. That was the biggest challenge is how do we sample? How do we get the product to consumers in a environment where you cannot be handing off samples and, and, and product? Um, yeah, we, we relied a lot on on, 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 on on social media and word to mouth. So uh-huh. what we did, what we did was, you know, send a lot of samples to influencers and 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 and, and, and uh, you know, people with big followers and and and, and have that have a, a platform of of an audience where at least they could try the product and you know, truly in an honest way and opinion share their thoughts right i think right. That, that 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 was our 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 focus uh as of lately there's other other you know services that are being that have been coming out uh, for sampling that we're reviewing and but but, but we haven't tried yet right so right so you look i, I would yeah. be able to to speak eloquently about them but we 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 we're we're reviewing a couple of services that focus on on that on you know, there's, either, there's a, either through a coupon or something, right? Or right. Go to the store and sample something like that. There's an opportunity there also for interaction, surveying, and and whatever, which makes those really good. And I, I've talked to years ago when I they had my agency in San Francisco. One of the things we did a lot of was these programs, which we call Try Me Free. But Try mm-hmm. Me Free was basically for larger companies like Nestle and whatever else. It was you sent out coupons for a free product, or you got people to buy the product and send at that point in the mail, they would send in, right, to prove that they bought it. But it what it did was that in, in terms of costs, it was actually less costly on a per store basis and a per person basis than it was paying a third party to sample your stuff in the store aisle and maybe they don't get it quite right or they don't get the amount on there or whatever. And it was much easier to just give the product away. And, you know, the same thing when the pandemic came along, a lot of companies said, you know, we're only going to do, you got to do send a single serve, right? Packaging can't be anything, no packages open. And it's like, you know, people don't realize to make a single serve little sachet is like you were, you know, talking about almost costs as much as the real size package. You know? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, right. it's, it's cost yeah. prohibitive for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah cost yeah. prohibitive. We're, I'll, 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 I can tell you that because we're we're looking into sachets right now. It's very expensive. One of the things, you know, again, and, and sharing this with your listeners, one of the things that helped us with a specific retailer where where we launched our product and the product was was, was it was struggling to take off. Like it was a, people either were not finding it or not clicking with it or just didn't know enough about it. So what we did was we made sure that all the employees of these of this account <laughs> we gave them free product. We gave them uh-huh. like, hey, uh-huh. you yeah. know, yeah. Tr- try try our product and and we and, and they immediately became like brand ambassadors inside the store. Inside the these store. Are, <laughs> these are these are these are these are store staff and and, and so but we they all got Pretty Lupita products, and so now they they became our number one cheerleader. And so when if someone they saw someone having doubts or like 
they would go like, you have to try this. Try this. Amazing. I've tried it. I've had it. And That's so, amazing. And so that, and that, and my, that, that helped a lot. It, that, that really was the activation that we needed. Right. And now, 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 again, now we're doing really well on that account. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Hector, hey, you know, it's been great catching up. I, I appreciate you taking the time. I know you're busy. You got to run a company. You got to raise money. But a lot of what, you know, you're sharing is going to help founders out there that are, you know, three or four years back of where you are and trying to trying to chase that dream. Um, we have a segment on the show we call Words to Grow By, and it's pretty simple. It's finding a, a, a word, can be a single word, can be a quote from somebody famous, can be a quote from you or a mentor or someone you know, a piece of advice that you want to leave with fellow entrepreneurs. You got anything for us? Yeah. I mean, words to words to live by, there's so many as, as a founder, as an entrepreneur, but, you know, and in, in different stages, it's, it's different, but, you know, thrive to survive is, 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 is something that I keep repeating myself over and over and and then lift as we rise that's that without that that's something that i that someone okay. told me yeah. and and it stuck with me a lot is is pay pay it forward right and and help each other this yes your your podcast your platform is uh, helps tremendous tremendously to other founders or 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 people that are you know thinking about doing this right and and, and understanding that you're not alone and that you can definitely reach out to, to other founders and and, yep. and, and uh, reach out freely either through LinkedIn and and, and, and whatnot and 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 help and, and help. And so I always like to say that you know we lift us, we rise and we can help each other and we can learn from each other. So I think that That's those would excellent. be the words words to live by right now for me. Excellent advice. Excellent counsel, Hector. Well, again, thank you so much for joining us, taking the time, and really glad to catch up and hear everything at Tilapita is doing so well. So folks, go out and buy some more of it. Ah, thank you so much, Steve. I appreciate the call out and all of your support. And like always, it was a lovely time speaking with you. I look forward to our next chat. So th thank you. And thanks everybody out there for spending time with us today. If you're an emerging brand founder, or a team member, and you're interested in learning, growing, sharing, and dynamic masterclass of peers and industry veterans, contact us at nextlevelbrands.com. That's next with two X's. I'm your host, Steve Clear, and I'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening to the Next Level Brands podcast with G. Stephen Clear. Learn more at next with two X's, levelbrands.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for the Next Level Brands email list or subscribe on iTunes so you never miss an episode.